I believe that he's grateful and worthy of some praise and thanks this morning. Amen. Ah, be grateful, be grateful, be grateful, be grateful. Hallelujah. Some folks didn't get up this morning. Be grateful. Some folks didn't have a roof over their head this morning. Be grateful. Hallelujah. God, we're grateful this morning. And we thank you, God, that you thought not robbery to wake us, God. So we say thank you. God, we ask your presence and your power in this place. We ask that you move among these people. And I ask, God, that you touch this preacher. Lord, have me de to decrease that you may increase in the name of Jesus, God. God, we need you. I need you, God. So have your way in this place as we learn more about you that we can be made better. God, we thank you. God, we're grateful. We give you glory for us in the precious prestigious name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Let the people of God say amen. Amen. And amen. 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 It's a blessing to stand before you on this sanctified Sunday morning. Amen. It's a day set apart just for those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He's, he's allocated us this day. Amen. So, so I get excited about this day. Amen. Uh, Monday mornings are okay. Uh, uh, Tuesday, they fine too. Wednesday, we make it through. Amen. Thursday, Friday, but Sunday morning. Hallelujah. It is something about Sunday morning. Hallelujah. Yeah, I think it's because he rose on Sunday morning. Put one foot on time, the other foot on eternity. Amen. 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 Again, let's pray for Pastor in his absence. Amen. Him and Sister. Benson. And we're going to jump right into this thing because I'm like a racehorse in the gate. I'm ready to go. Amen. Amen. We read from your hearing in Isaiah chapter 54 verses 14 through 17. Amen. I want to focus on verse 17. Very popular verse for we that believe in the Lord Jesus. It reads, no weapon formed against you. Say you. you. Say me. me. Shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. I like this right here. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. The word of God for the people of God. Praise be to God. In 1929 through 1939, America's major need was an economic resurgence due to the Great Depression. In the 60s and early 70s, America's major need was racial equality due to hatred and bigotry. And in 2019, America's major need uh, due to the turmoil in the White House, gun violence in our schools and on our college campuses, as well as division in our families, the remedy is the word of God. 
Uh, the word of God, Minister Will, that is described by the Hebrew writer as alive, active, and sharper than any two-edged sword, has the power to speak to what we stand in need of in 2019 and beyond. Because I found out through testing the scriptures that the word of God has an intrinsic way of standing forever and accomplishing what it sets out to do. For example, if you need hope because you feel hopeless, the word of God directs you in Psalms 31 and 24 to be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all that hope in the Lord. If you need joy this morning because your joy has taken a journey the word of God directs you to where to find it in Romans 15, 11. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. If you need some peace today, because people, uh, problems and paranoia have come against you, the word of God leads you to it in Psalms 29, 11. That the Lord will strengthen his people, the Lord will bless his people with what? Peace. Some peace. And, 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 and if you were listening, you would have noticed that hope, joy, and peace all revolve around the Lord and is confirmed by his written word. Yes. See, see, the word of God is so vast that it also speaks to certain individuals or groups, such as saints, Satan, and servants. In Ephesians 1.1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, he says to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Jesus Christ. See, the word of God conveyed by Paul is directed to saints. In Matthew 4 and 10, then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. See, the living word of God had the confidence and charisma to quote the written word of God and spoke it directly to Satan. And here in Isaiah 57, 54 and 17, our focus verse, the word of God speaks to servants, and in particular, servants of the Lord. It says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of who? The servants of the Lord. You see, it's strictly for servants. See, this is the verse of scripture that we as believers oftentimes quote when we're under attack. But for some odd reason, we seem to get, a, we get around to reading the B portion of the verse to see what individual or group Isaiah is speaking to from the word of God. Uh, today we find out that this verse is strictly for servants. Amen. Uh, designated for servants, servants of the Lord to be exact. And as we go further, we will see how that affects this group of believers. 
Now, the prophet Isaiah, whose ministry was birthed from his calling in chapter 6, took on as his purpose the responsibility to teach God's people of Judah that the Lord is the sovereign God. Uh, God is holy. The nature of sin is unclean. Uh Uh-oh. Faith in the Lord is essential to all mankind. God preserves his remnant, and Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the, the king. Amen? You see, delivering this information to Judah was Isaiah's responsibility as one called by God. Because I found out that with a calling from God comes a responsibility to do what God calls you to do even when you don't feel like doing it. I, I'm, I'm talking to somebody this morning, amen? Uh, you know how it is sometimes when it's a time to go to work. Uh, you don't feel like getting up. Uh, you don't feel like going out. Uh, you don't feel like going to that place to deal with that stuff that comes with the position. But, but somehow and some way, uh, you and I get over how we feel and get the step in, hallelujah, and show up at work with a smile. Now, sometimes it's the same way, Minister Will, when it comes to your calling from God to preach, to teach, and to serve. Amen. See, there are times you just don't feel like doing it. But I've come to learn that in those times, we push past our feelings and our emotions and take on the responsibility of what the Lord has called you, me, and we to do. And we do it to the glory of God, and we do it with a smile. The prophet Isaiah, well, he was a brother called by the, the, the Lord who fulfilled his responsibility by delivering the Lord's message to those in Judah. Amen. Uh, say he was equipped. This brother was equipped, amen? And look, and see, fresh off of delivering a prophetic word of the horrific treatment perpetrated upon the sin-bearing servant in chapter 53 of Isaiah, that, that, that would be fulfilled by Jesus Christ and confirmed in the four Gospels, Isaiah now transitions here in chapter 54, look at this, y'all, and shares words of an everlasting covenant of peace, in verses 1 through 16, that Israel would enjoy after they return from Babylonian captivity. See, see, coming out of stuff gives you some joy, don't it? I enjoy coming out of what I've been put into, amen? But at the same time, look at this, y'all. This was mind-boggling. At the same time, the prophet Isaiah sheds light on the New Testament Christian church. As he, in verse 3 of chapter 54, makes mention of the Gentile nations, which would expand and increase the church upon Gentile inclusion that is recorded in Acts chapter 10, where Peter preaches, y'all, Christ to the relatives and friends of Cornelius, and they receive the Holy Ghost, get baptized, and open the door for all Gentiles to become a part of the New Testament Christian church. Amen. You, you, you see, this inclusion thing didn't uh, uh, start yesterday. No, no, you see, inclusion started a long time ago. See, the world talks about inclusion like it started 
yesterday. No, the, the Lord started this thing called inclusion in the Bible days. And it was for our good and for his glory. We've been included, y'all, because we were Gentiles. We've been grafted in. Hallelujah. We've been included. I'm excited about being included, y'all. Amen. See, this inclusion of the Gentile nations will help grow and expand the New Testament Christian church of who Jesus Christ is head, according to Colossians 1 and 18. And he, Jesus, is the head of the body, the, the church. Amen. Therefore, if the church was growing by way of people being saved who were once outcast and looked down upon because of their Gentile status, somebody had to be upset, mad, angry, and on fire. And I believe it was the same one who was upset with you when you decided to turn your life around, uh, put the bottle down. Uh, let some friends go. Get rid of those old nasty videos. Uh, change your lifestyle, your attitude, as well as your altitude, and started serving God. Yeah, he was upset with you and I because we turned our life around and gave it to Jesus. Amen. Anybody turn their life around this morning? Yeah. Like I said, when... <laughs> Something should, 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 should make you show some signs. If your life has been turned around, it should show. That means, that means, that means, that means, that means when I, I come to church on Sunday, I, I, I come excited about who I'm going to serve and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because Isaiah, and because Isaiah, no, it was the enemy, the devil, Satan, who was upset with you. Amen. And and in the days of Isaiah, it would be the same enemy that would be upset with Israel and the soon-to-be New Testament church. He's still mad, y'all. Amen. But we got something for him. Amen. And because Isaiah was a prophet. Uh, he, he knew that in advance because, because Old Testament prophets, they could foretell and foretell the future. But by way of their connection with God. Ah, amen. See, 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 when you have a connection with God, I mean a good connection. Not, not that type of connection that uh, 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 DirecTV has. You know, when, 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 when it starts raining and the wind starts blowing, direct TV connection falls off. No, no, we don't want that type of connection. No, no, I'm talking about a good connection with God that, that draws you near to him when things are cloudy in your life and you can't see your way. But due to the connection, Elder Gray, God gives you exactly what you need to make it through which is his grace, comfort, and care. Amen. Anybody ever had some dark days? Look at this. Some cloudy nights. You know it don't get cloudy at night. But, 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 but instead of running and hiding, you turn to God. Hallelujah. And he saw you through. Because of that, he's worthy of some praise this morning. 
Yeah, you got to have a good connection. Amen. That's why it's important as believers of God, we read our word constantly. We pray consistently. And we pray all praise all the time. Amen. David said, I will bless the Lord at what? His what shall? In my mouth. Hallelujah. It should be at all time, on the time thing. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, the prophet Isaiah had a connection with God. And because of that, he knew the devil and his demons would be irate and ready to fight those who would and those who were surrendering their lives to the Lord. Amen. Yeah, see, see, it's a fight about to go on. So what Isaiah does, he pens these words of consolation in verse 7, 17 to encourage the servants of the Lord. Hold on to that, the servants of the Lord. Isaiah tells us, no weapon form against us shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment shall condemn, be condemned. Like I mentioned earlier, the word of God can be directed to certain individuals or groups. And, and here the word of God delivered by the prophet Isaiah is directed to the servants of the Lord. For Isaiah states with clarity in the text, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. See, it's strictly for servants. But what is a servant? The Hebrew word for servant or servants in this context is pronounced all dad, and, and it means to serve. It, it means to work. It means to be in bondage to. It means a bond. It means to do. I like that because that lets us know that servants are, are, are of the Lord are doers for the Lord. Amen. Amen. See, and, and, and the Lord is looking for some doers and not some ditters. Yeah, and and ditters, are, look, ditters are folk that come to the Lord and they have did everything in the world and, and, and now they, they are did out and don't want to do anything for the Lord. God's looking for some doers and not some ditters. You see, servants that are doers, look at this, uh, uh, don't, don't come to church, be, uh, don't, don't just come to church, because servants and servants of the Lord know that serving God is bigger and broader than just coming to church. You see, servants of the Lord, workers and doers for the Lord know that serving God should, should, should show in how they live outside of the church. Amen. See, see, anybody can be cool, uh, sanctified and holy for a two-hour service. But the servants of the Lord take their sanctification and holiness with them when they leave this place. Look, and it shows in their lifestyle. Amen. See, anybody can come to church. Satan comes to church. Amen. But, 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 the, but the question is, what do you do when you leave church? Are you taking the word of God with you, applying it to your life and dismissing it to others? Or are you throwing it by the wayside as soon as you hit the door? See, service and service of the Lord, they hold on to that thing. And they live it outside the four walls and they can bring other folk in. Anybody bringing folk in to the kingdom of God? Amen. Amen. Look, look, meaning when you become a servant, 
of the Lord, you don't do the things you used to do. You, you don't say the things you used to say. Uh, you don't even go to places you used to go. Amen? Don't stop going to BJ's, though, because you got to get them deals. See, 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 your life now revolves around pleasing the one you serve. Amen? And you accomplish that by knowing what the one you serve requires from you as a servant. Amen? And, and the number one requirement from those who serve the Lord exclusively is the number one commandment. Look at it, Matthew 22, 37. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your, your mind. You see, when, when you get locked into a love relationship with the Lord by way of your heart, your, your soul and your mind, you will serve him day and night, uh, uh, night and day. Amen. You remember that, that, first, that, first, that first person you fell in love with? Amen. You... you you called them, you, you, you took them out, amen, and, and you stood on the phone until like 4 o'clock in the morning, and one of y'all fell asleep on the phone. <laughs> God's looking for a love relationship from service of the Lord that will show in their heart, their mind, and their soul. Hey, little hallelujah. Therefore, it behooves you not to be a servant of the Lord today. Because along with this change in lifestyle, outlook, and attitude comes some blessings. Amen? Who, who likes to be blessed? Amen. 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 I know I'm not by myself when I talk talking about blessings. Amen. <laughs> and Isaiah lets us know from the text that you gain blessings of being protected from weapons flourishing. And words that can be discouraging. See, this is strictly for servants. But before these blessings of protection from weapons and words come to fruition, as a servant of the Lord, you will experience some battles. And, and, and we know this is true because Isaiah makes mention of weapons in the text. And, and, and when I hear or See, the word weapon, I equate it to war, to, to battle, to, to fighting, to altercations, to uh, confrontations. See, as servants of the Lord, battles will break out between you and the enemy. See, you could be minding your own servant of the Lord business, but the enemy will break out with a battle upon you. Amen. And these battles are designed to distract you from being the servant that the Lord wants you to be. Amen? And, and the enemy doesn't fight fair, y'all. He's a dirty fighter, and he will do anything to be victorious over you. So, so he purposely wages war on your mind. And, and, and he's a master of bringing back to remembrance. Look at this. Those things you used to do. Or even the things you did last night, my God, that, 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 that you are, are not able and you feel like you're not able to serve him. You feel unworthy, unclean and unqualified to serve the Lord. 
but, but that's a lie from the pit of hell. Amen? Because when we sin and fall short of the Lord's glory, he, he is faithful and just to forgive us once we homologate, we call it what it is, we confess our sins to him. First John 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. See, sometimes you got to open your mouth and confess your sins to the Lord. That you may be free from guilt, hallelujah, and be the servant that God called for you to be. Yeah, God is tired of us being so quiet and tiptoeing around our sins. No, he wants us to call it what it is so we can keep moving in this Christian race. Oh, amen. Now, so, so, so you see that the battle against the enemy's uh, uh, weapons are, are in, internal, Right? But we also uh, see that the enemy's weapons are external. And this battle occurs when Satan uses people uh, uh, to try to push your buttons that you might go off up in here, up in here. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he purposely puts people in your path to push your buttons to see if you will go off in Walmart. When they don't give you the correct change. And they're taking their time bagging your stuff. But you must remember that external battles brought to you by Satan using those of the flesh is really not the one you are battling with or against. For the Bible declares in Ephesians 6 and 12, we wrestle, fight, battle, not against flesh and blood but against principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness and high... Stop getting mad at your husband. Because he ain't put the trash out right. Stop getting mad at your wife because she burnt up the beans. Hallelujah. Now, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rules of darkness of this. Stop getting mad at your coworkers because they don't speak to you. Hallelujah. Stop getting mad at your classmates because they ain't make up the bed in the dorm room. Amen. But the good news given to us as servants of the Lord today is that we also have some weapons. At our dispense that will guarantee a win. Say win, y'all. Y'all. Hallelujah. <laughs> In this internal and external battle we face daily. Raise your hand if you're facing battles daily. Raise your other hand if you face the battle trying to get here this morning. Put up your right foot if you're going to get a battle. We as the children of God, the servants of the Lord, we take on battles. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it just comes with the territory. Hallelujah. If you're not saved today, I come by to tell you that if you accept Christ as your Savior, you're going to have to fight some battles. Amen. 
it's not always going to be a bed of roses in this Christian. Well, see, this thing is not for the squeamish. It's for those that hook up to Jesus Christ and know that he is your sin bearer and your heavy load sharer. So the, the Bible it guarantees a win. Yo. Who wants to win this morning? For the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, look at this, y'all. For the weapons are our warfare. We got weapons, y'all. Amen. Amen. Come on, you, 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 sent, sent, you, you believe since you got saved, you put the weapon down? You might have put down the Glock in the 20. But God wants you to pick up these weapons. Look, it says, for the weapons of our warfare, our, our battle, our fight, our altercation are not carnal. That means our weapons now are not worldly. Hallelujah. No, no, what they are, they're mighty. Look at this, y'all. Through God for the pulling down of strongholds. I got a weapon. You got a weapon. You got a weapon. Hallelujah. And it's not carnal. It's not fleshly. Hallelujah. But it's mighty through God for the pulling down of some stuff. I don't know about you, but I need some stuff pulled down in my life. Therefore, I link up to my weapon, y'all. Hallelujah. Because it's power and mighty through God. And I can do all things through. See, I, I know as a servant of the Lord, the enemy has been bothering you. Uh, picking on you, telling you you're not good enough, uh, you're not uh, smart enough, uh, you're not wise enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not man enough, you're not woman enough, but servant of God, you have at your arsenal something that could kill that noise. And it's a spiritual weapon loaded with power from God to pull down. Tear down, hallelujah. And keep down all of Satan's lies. He's a liar, y'all, hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, uh, he's, he's a liar, y'all. He's been lying to us, for the, and we've been buying into the lie. Forgetting that the word of God says that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We've been buying into a lie, y'all, knowing that we serve a God who owns the cattle on a thousand hill. Stop walking around saying you broke as a Christian. You serve a God who gives abundantly to you. Hallelujah. Come on, it may not be money, but he gave you some good health. It may not be a brand new home, but you ain't willed yourself in here this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, a servant of the Lord, you have to go through some battles. Amen. Anybody ready to fight? You got to be ready to fight, man. Amen. Ready to fight in this thing. Amen. Mr. Well, I know you know how to fight. Amen. Yeah, I know your testimony. Amen. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, amen. You know how to fight spiritually, y'all. But, but there's a blessing waiting for you after the battle. Huh? What I love about God, he always replenishes us and gives us what we need. Amen. And, 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 and the blessing laid out here in the text that is strictly for servants. Say strictly for servants. Say strictly for servants. Thank you. Of the Lord. Look at this, y'all. This, this had me shouting this morning. Is the heritage or the inheritance of protection from weapons prospering over you that are formed and fashioned against you by the enemy. 
there's an inheritance for us. Now, 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 don't get it twisted, y'all. Amen. For, for, for Isaiah is clear about this. For he says, no weapon formed, which means weapons will form. Weapons will take shape. Satan got some weapon taking shape right now. Weapons will appear in your life as a servant of the Lord. Weapons like cancer, high blood pressure, uh, speech impediments, uh, financial woes, uh, marital problems, hallelujah, uh, uh, weight gain, uh, uh, unemployment, hate, prejudice, and bigotry. But they will not take you over. Look at this. Destroy you or succeed in you. Anybody been delivered from cancer in here? Anybody has, 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 oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. See the weapon form, but it did not prosper, hallelujah. Anybody struggling with high blood pressure in the house this morning? Is it under control? The weapon was formed, but it won't. Hallelujah. Anybody fighting or struggling with unemployment? If you are, the weapon has formed. But by God, it's not going to prosper. We're going to pray that God lines you up with something. A-S-A-P. Because that's the type of God he is. Amen. But they're not because you and I, look, look, we have an inheritance from the Lord that will cancel out what was formed against us to kill us. Hallelujah. My, my mom passed away over 10 years ago. Amen. And my uh, sister and I sent her home to the Lord, and uh, everything went well. Um, and I say that because in my family, uh, every time somebody died, um, you would see the other side of, of the family. Yeah, the ugly side. Amen. My, 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 my sister and I, we sent our mom home to the Lord, and we, we start going through some paperwork. Amen. You know how you go through paperwork. You know, somebody goes home to the Lord. And, and, and we found out that. That, that, that my mom, I asked her years ago, Mom, why, you never, why, you, why won't you buy a house? She said, I just don't want to buy a house. Amen. But what I found out, we found out as we went through the paperwork is that mom was putting up an inheritance for us. Amen. Every, every time she got paid. So, so, so when we opened up the papers, y'all, we, we were blown away because the inheritance was so large. Amen. I come by to tell you this morning that God has an inheritance for you that is so large, it's going to blow your mind. Amen? Because for servants of the Lord, he said, I give you an inheritance. So the servants of the Lord will be protected from weapons prospering, but they will also be persuaded to put to death words that pound them. Look what he says. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment... It says, you shall condemn. Amen. I had to get that one, Elder Ward. I, 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 I almost lost that one. I, I, I had to go back over it because Isaiah, uh, the prophet, uh, through the word of God, through empowered by God, he says, you shall condemn them, right? See, as service of the Lord, it looks like the Lord has given you. It's strictly for servants, right? Some power and authority to address and even shut down words of condemnation 
against you that are not conducive to your calling as a servant of the Lord. Come on. You came in here thinking you had no power or authority. But if you're a servant of the Lord, according to the text, he has given you some power and authority to speak to those who try to condemn you. Amen. It's strictly for servants. Right. But I believe that this power and authority to do so can only be exercised, Sister Kanita, uh, effectively and supported and respected if you are living your life as a servant of the Lord. Amen. See, 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 many uh, of us who, who, who label ourselves as servants of the Lord, but live, do, act, and react contrary to the word of God, seem to get upset. When the words of leadership and loved ones check us for how we are living in disregard to the word of God, we said we obey in love. And, and, and if that offends you this morning, all you have to do is get on the right side of the scripture and do as a servant of the Lord and start living like one. And according to the text, when you do, you, you have the right to shut down leaders and loved ones down when they come to you because your servant of the Lord resume, a, a dossier and a vitae show that you have been living, giving and serving according to the word of God. Amen. Come on, I'm, 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 I'm a new leader. I'm a, a walking elder. And I find out that sometimes you got to go to folk in love. Amen. And, and, and share some words of concern with them. I found out as a father that, 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 that sometime I got to go to my children in, in love. Right in love, y'all? And, and, and share some concerns with them. I've been married. We've been married. We've been married 24 years next week, y'all. My wife and I. Sometimes my wife has to come to me in love and share some concerns with, with me. And, and, and I'm trying to be on the right side of the scripture and live as a servant of the Lord. Amen. Y'all pray for a brother. Amen. Because it's hard sometimes. Come on, y'all. We got to be It's hard sometimes trying to be a servant of the Lord in this world, this day and time. Amen. But I found out, y'all, But if I use the scriptures and apply them, I, I found out that it greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. So I become victorious over my struggles. Hallelujah. Anybody need to become victorious over your struggles? All you need to do is follow and apply the word of God. Hey, there's nothing else like it. Amen. But look, look at me. But, but the blessings of being a, a, a servants of the Lord are not done. For I saw a blessing granted to servants of the Lord that blew me away. Look, 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 look it says, Isaiah says, and, and, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Now, from the New Testament, uh, and in particular, the four Gospels, we find out that the Lord is not like us. For he has no problem giving us his best. And he did so when he sent his only begotten son, Jesus, to Christ. 
But we found out here in the text that, 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 that the giving of his best uh, to us is nothing new for him. Because here we see that he gave unto the servants of the Lord one of his best characteristics, which was his righteousness. Amen. And, and, and with the righteousness of God upon those of us who are servants of the Lord, we can successfully live lives that are holy, upright, and in accordance to the Lord's standards. You know the Lord has some standards, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's important, that's important. And, and I believe it's important that we have some standards. I believe it's important that we teach our young ladies to have some standards and not just settle for anybody or anyone, amen? I believe our young men should have some standards, hallelujah, and not just do anything they want to do, amen? That's something we need to be teaching, hallelujah, from the ceiling to the door, from the pulpit through the floor, amen? God wants us to live by his holy standards of righteousness, amen, that when folks see us, they see us upright, even though we might be bent over because we got back issues. See, this upright, it's not a physical upright, it's a spiritual uprightness. So neighbors should see us walking upright even when I'm down low. Hallelujah. By the way, I treat them. By the way, I show love towards them. Amen. He wants us to be holy, hallelujah, separated just for him and his service. Amen. And he wants us to serve him well. Hallelujah. Standards that, that, that we may be able, look, to make a difference on our jobs. When the last time you made a difference on your job by the way you live as a Christian, by the way you live as a servant of the Lord? We got to make a difference, y'all. Because truth be told, our job is our ministry. Amen. I was blessed a few weeks ago. I had like uh, nine to ten folk come from my job to, to fellowship. Amen. And, and I invite them this morning. They ain't come. But it's all right because my ministry is at City. Amen. So when I go in tonight, I'm going to preach this too. No, I'm going to They be done threw me out, y'all. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We have to have some standards of holiness and upright living in this, these last and evil days, y'all, that we just don't go for anything, but we stand on the word of God and we live it, and it shows in our everyday walk and in our everyday talk. Amen. But, but there's a time when we do slip up and we miss the mark, but the Lord doesn't want us to stay there. He wants to lock, to lock into that first John 1 and 9. That we can keep it moving because the truth is we're not perfect, but we're striving for perfection. In our homes, we need to make a difference as we live as servants of the Lord. Amen. When the children were younger, we used to pull them and have our daily devotions. Amen. But, but, but praise be to, be to God in that now, it's, it's very seldom because they do their own devotions. We have to show and, and this, this servant mentality in our homes and in our communities. Where we going, Minister Will? We going out to where? Oakland, Oakmont, Oakmont. We're going out to Oakmont in the community to show them that we are the servants of the Lord. Again, you can show you a servant of the Lord all you want in here. 
And it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. But God wants us to take it out. He said going through the highways and byways. Amen. Yeah, yeah. In our marriages, God wants us to make a difference. Amen. Come on, brothers. You can wash the dishes sometime. Oh, look, or at least throw them in the dishwasher. Make sure you rinse them off first. Unless you got one of them high-powered things like, like Deacon Wiggins. He got that. In our marriages, amen. And in our relationships, amen. We need to show a difference as servants of the Lord. Amen. Sisters, young sisters, you, you, you shouldn't be going to that party. You need to show a difference sometimes. Amen. You, you, you shouldn't be on Instagram all night. Help me, Holy Ghost. With the phone in your hand, sleep. And Instagram rolling by. I ain't talking about nobody. Y'all got to show a difference as servants of the Lord. Yes. And, and look, and in our church, we need to show that we're servants of the Lord as we serve. Look at this. And support one another. Amen. Well, what I love about, 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 about these elder brothers, they are, are, are about supporting one another. And about supporting the ministries here in our church that they may flourish outside of these four walls. Amen. Did I tell you I'm hooked up with these brothers? Amen, 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 amen. Our church, look, or wherever the Lord has called for us to serve. In Kenya, we need to uh, uh, show that we're servants of the Lord. At Christiana Hospital, we need to show that we're servants of the Lord. On that Septa Train, we need to show that we're servants of the Lord. And how do I do that? I, I, I do that by walking upright. By being kind, by being loving, not by being belligerent and rude. My wife had to check me the other night, y'all. I was rude. But praise be to God that she can check me and I take it in that I can be better, wiser, and brighter. God called for us to serve him, y'all, but it's strictly for service. Isaiah was moved by God to pen these words strictly for servants of the Lord. The question today from the pulpit is, are you a servant of the Lord? Can you say you're strictly a servant? This is strictly for you as a servant. Again, if we survey the word of God, we see that God speaks Hallelujah, he's a talking God. He spoke to Israel. Hallelujah. He spoke to Moses. He's speaking to us this morning as the people of God. We need to serve and serve with a purpose. It's strictly for servants. Hallelujah. As we rest on our feet. Now, now as believers,